Welcome back, friends, to Buddha's Journey. Anxiety and depression come in many forms and compromise ways of living that would be hard to understand if you aren't living with the illness. To overcome any illness is close to a miracle since they are so hard to pinpoint um, and have an answer to. <clears throat> One illness I can hold... Um, that can hold so many symptoms, then each of those symptoms can kind of spawn more and onward and more forward, pushing on, pushing down kind of like a domino effect. <clears throat> a miswired mind, always overthinking and running thoughts faster than you can ever comprehend them is bad enough to have. But then to have to deal with a loosely wired neurological system to where your nerves are either working all the way, not working at all, overworking, or partially working, add to the constant pain that is uh, so near to the uncontrollable. Add the two together and it'll paint a third of a picture of what neurological illness warriors battle. Nerve damage is permanent and irreversible. It is the pain that it produces that makes it really hard to manage and doesn't ever turn off. It may go down a notch here and there, but believe me when I say that it is always there and always plays a key role to whether or not we are able to do anything or nothing for the day. I am grateful for everything that I have overcame in my life. I am not ashamed to admit that I have flaws and that I still am handicapped to a point. The main reason for my podcasts are to spread awareness and information. Also to try to help others who have ran out of ideas or to help anyone just in general understand even just a little bit of what it is to live in a life of illness. Like I mentioned before, I have overcome a lot. <clears throat> I have beat the odds of my disease um, in many different ways. A few of these symptoms that I defeated were being able to think clear enough to keep my thoughts in somewhat of an order. I also got the strength and feeling back in most of my fingers and my hands so I can actually hold a pen now and I can actually write down those thoughts that I get. I also got back my cognitive speech where I don't always have to stop and think of words that I need to say or want to say to make a complete sentence or a sentence that makes sense to people. So now I can write down my thoughts now without forgetting my point or without losing focus on what I'm trying to say. These things I still work for. Although I have them back, they aren't back fully. And in order not to lose them of what I already have gotten back, or the progress that I've made, I should say, it takes a lot of painful, stressful work to succeed for very little tiny steps. Life is hard when you struggle with the things that once came natural to you. 
Again, I am grateful for the opportunities to rebuild my thought pattern, my speech, my comprehensive skills. But this does not make anything easier. It is always a battle. And it is always a battle to get some gain and another battle on top of that just to keep it. I can write down my feelings and I can release them to whomever I want. No matter if it is uh, posted on social media, um, if it's just sharing my journal with my wife for her to read my feelings, or even if it's just for my own release. Um, I now have these options since I'm getting back so much in my life. Since I write down my feelings and journal my journey, I can also read again and speak pretty clear without too much stuttering or too much slurring to get in the way of my thoughts. So now with, able, with being able to uh, read out loud, share my views on dealing with chronic issues, is the reason I do these podcasts. I stumble with grace, I pause with a smile, and I await my thoughts become clear so I can share it with you. Anxiety and depression run side by side with one another. Each add to the other's uh, powerful effects, um, detrimental at times, on our bodies. These are many types um, of symptoms. There are many types of depression um, just alone, as there are many types of depression with people who have a neuro disease. They're two separate issues. Neurological pain with many diseases is nerve pain caused by our damaged nerves due to an illness. All of our nerves are affected, especially down our spinal column and in our brains. The sharp pins and needles of burning sensations is limited to our limbs and is also in, in our minds, causes, causing the anxiety and depression that we have to worsen while hitting a new painful height almost every time that we get it. There's also a difference in being tired from trying to do the best you can do and being sad tired due to depression. <clears throat> I'm tired every day. And from what you may ask, from talking and from thinking, it is exhausting. I am tired because I'm writing, trying to get stronger in my own mind. I'm tired because I'm fighting my own body every day from going into hibernation and stopping and stop working. Uh, these are just a few things that I get tired from. I'm tired from, um, you know, just don't define me. <laughs> and these aren't bad because of depression. You know, they're just because I'm a sick man and I'm trying to win multiple fights on multiple levels every day of my life. I fight to maintain my health, to overcome symptoms, to keep or gain my strength, to sharpen my mind, 
and always to try to not damage any more of my muscles or my mind or my body in any way. Just a few things I do daily, which some healthy people may not understand how physical and the mental energy that they do take place on our bodies. Trying to wake up early and not take any naps throughout the whole day. I feel great when I do this. Even if I just sit all day and I don't sleep, it's a great day. If I could stay awake for 8 to 10 hours without a nap, even if I don't do much, it's a great day. Also at the same time though, it is exhausting, but it's a huge accomplishment towards strengthening my muscles, strengthening my bones, training my mind to be thinking all the time. I'm constantly thinking when I'm awake, which is constantly building the muscles in my mind and my cognitive issues. All for good things and all to help myself, but not taking away the fact that it's very exhausting and very strenuous on my whole body, not just my mind. Um, I read to get back comprehensive skills. It's a very fine line on how much to push my mind without causing fatigue and then needing that nap that I've been fighting so hard not to take. Um, writing is the same as reading. It's um, another fine line of how much I should write um, before I hit the point of exhaustion and hopefully never hit the point of fatigue where my body shuts down and naps automatically. Speaking, I try to speak with a clear voice, without stuttering, without slurring, trying not to pause to find my words or statements. Again, it's a very hard and exhaustive workout for my body. Another fine line between winning and falling asleep, per se. Please don't spread untruths of what you may think of others. Um, simply, you probably have no idea of how hard people work for what they are truly doing. Our illnesses are hard enough for many people to grasp. Um, they are hard enough for us to explain logically to others so they can understand. Then what loved ones are affected by neurological and chronic conditions, what they go through and live with every day is hard enough to explain to them how we feel uh, without us feeling that we're making them too sad or too scared for what we're dealing with. The truth of our disease and our illnesses are very confusing. And they're confusing enough without someone who doesn't have a clue nor idea trying to tell others what we are going through. Let us do that. We're the professionals. We're the ones that are going through it daily. Um, let us be the ones that are telling people when they ask us how we're doing to tell them the truth of what it really is like with our disease. So please, just let people fight. Let them heal and let them strengthen at their own will and at their own pace. Don't be so quick to judge another's ailment by what somebody else has said or something that you have read or heard on the news. Some of us may stay home often, but this doesn't mean that we are lazy 
depressed, or even too sick. It does mean we need our own time to heal uh, what we can in our own way. It also means we are trying different treatments, different supplements, different ways of eating, and different sleeping habits. We are trying options and ideas that we haven't before. We aren't afraid of change, although our bodies hate it. With all that said, this may answer some questions of why ill people don't leave their homes too often, because we are constantly working so hard on ourselves that we need the comfort of our home to rest our weary bodies after doing so. Yes, I have multiple sclerosis, but multiple, multiple sclerosis isn't what's keeping me down. It's my symptoms. What are my symptoms? My symptoms are, are a few to mention right now would be vertigo, dizziness, nausea, irritable bowel syndrome, bowel intolerance, bladder issues, bladder spasms, weak uh, muscles, chronic fatigue, dysphoclia, which is a swallowing disorder, chronic muscular pain, chronic skeletal pain, chronic muscle spasms, chronic heat intolerance, chronic cold intolerance, barometer intolerance, neuropathy, numbness in my fingers, toes, and all extremities, chronic inflammation of my chest muscles, or as people would say, the MS hug, making my breathing a 24-hour issue, speech impediments, cognitive issues, chronic depression, chronic anxiety. These are just a handful of things right now that I could possibly remember off the top of my head. There's many more, but I just kind of deal with what I know to and just try to, to overcome all these things I mentioned every day of my life. I'm not saying this for people to feel sorry for me. I'm saying it because sometimes there is so much more that goes on behind closed doors than many people would expect, especially when it comes to dealing with chronic neurological disorders and illness or illnesses. Maybe sometimes us cronies kind of keep our doors locked and we stay inside to protect others from witnessing pieces of life that we simply will never understand and hopefully we'll never have to have the people that don't understand it go through it. I want to thank everybody for listening to this podcast today and listening to my points of view. Uh, please take all these um, podcasts, and especially this one, to heart. Um, listen to one another. Pay attention to one another. Don't listen to anybody except the source that it comes from because that's the only person that really knows what's going on in their life. So once again, thank you for listening to Buddha's Journey. Be kind to one another, and especially be kind to yourselves. Thank you.